Uh, I think I'm going with cat, man. You're going to eat cat? Pretty sure I've already eaten it. Yeah, Chinese store. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've been to some shady, uh, cheap $5.99 Chinese buffets in my day. Um, pretty sure they're not making profit margins on chicken. I probably have eaten cat, and I've never been to a Chinese buffet that didn't have good uh, sweet and sour chicken, man. Heard. Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Welcome to the Week 9 Recap Show. Jeff, we're getting a little late start to the day, man. How was the uh, Dolphins-Raiders game Sunday night? It was pretty good, man. Uh, We lost the game, but we won all the fights, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I heard about all those fights going down there in the stadium, man. And uh, in fact, your wife, Kara, actually sent me a video of uh, you involved in a fight, man. No, that definitely wasn't me. I'm pretty sure it was you, man. Pretty sure. What do you want to do, huh? What do you want to do? Sit down. Is it for what? Arresting me for what? I'm not allowed to stand up for myself? I thought this was America. Yeah, I heard you got arrested, man. I heard that's why you had a late start today. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, I'm under the weather. I'm not feeling good. I'm sick. Yeah, yeah, I know why you're sick, man, because uh, when we left off Friday show in the preview, man, you were saying you're going to be boozing it up Sunday night. Yeah, hangovers will get you, man. I'll get you. No, I'm not hungover. I didn't drink that much, actually. <laughs> Do you have any takeaways from uh, week nine, man? How you, would you feel about week nine this Sunday? Week nine? Um, it's a couple good takeaways. I think I'm right on some players that a uh, couple one-week hitters. I think you need to trade AP, definitely. I think that's not going to keep you stained. Yeah, you can think. Okay, so, we're gonna we're gonna get to AP, man. But I'll tell you what, man. I'm in a pretty freaking bad mood today, though. I'll tell you what, man. The 16 parlay that I had going on Sunday, man, was looking perfect, perfect, until this mf'er, man, just completely just destroyed my 16 my six team parlay that would have paid out 38 to one, man. Just terrible. Dick of the week. Julio motherfucker Jones. Boy Julio, right? Yes, Julio mother effer Jones, man. You're right, man. Oh, just killed me, man. The whole Atlanta Falcons team just, dude, they're, they're a shell of themselves from last year, man. They are absolute garbage. They are trash. And they can blame Kyle Shanahan not being there all they want to, but the fact of the matter is Kyle Shanahan does not play on the field. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones have been playing together for a long time now. There's no excuse for them to... I mean, they've been putting together a little bit, but Matt Ryan just sucks, man. He's garbage. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so pissed off at that whole whole damn team, man. I felt more comfortable with um, uh, Sanu more than anything, man. He keeps getting the targets and catches, and he's getting touchdowns. You know, I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, Sanu's been okay. Freeman's been a bust, too, man. It's just been a freaking nightmare, and I have a message. I I have a message to send to the Atlanta Falcons, and I hope they hear me, man. And here it is. Oh, you motherfucker. Okay. All right. You think you can do this shit? You think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Shoe program, nigga. 23-hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. 
You the fuck you think you fucking with? I run shit here. You just live here. Who are your choice? Ain't got shit on me. That's right. I'm winning. I'm winning any motherfucking way. I can't lose. That's right. Because I did actually come out with some victories in season long. But daily, man, Matt Ryan killed me on that as well as the the bet, man. But uh, my goodness, man. So, yeah, I run shit over there on my team. And those those MFers, man, would be running the bench. I'll tell you what. Or the, or the waiver wire, for that matter. Ah, so pissed off, man. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, how'd your weekend go, man? Did you, uh, how'd you do in fantasy this week? Uh, I'm going to go undefeated. No, losing no leagues this week. Nice. And uh, a little bit daily of NFL I news, cast, too. Huh? Cast in two daily. The two daily football ones I cashed. Oh, nice. Nice. Actually, all three. I'm sorry. Good deal, man. Let's get to some NFL news here. NFL news. All right, so we've got a couple in- injuries to keep our eye on this week for week heading into week 10. We've got CJ Anderson, Des Bryant, both dealing with uh, some minor ankle injuries. Eddie Lacy, droppable, but he's dealing with a groin, but not that it matters anyway. He's definitely irrelevant now. Jameis Winston. Eddie Lacy. Actually, Eddie Lacy started. He was looked pretty good until he did that groin. He was looking pretty decent. Yeah, he was looking decent, but uh, not, obviously not sustainable, man. So you can't trust him. Jameis Winston also left in this game with the uh, with the shoulder injury, re-injured that shoulder, which uh, he has a sprained AC joint in, and he's gonna be out for the next few weeks, man. So how how do you feel about the Buccaneers going forward, man? All of them are struggling. They're they're you know they're, they're on my shit list as about as much as the Falcons are, man. Terrible. Yeah, man, I'm kind of worried about the Bucks. Uh, I just made a trade for Evans too, so we'll see, man. Yeah. Can't never count the Amish rifle out. We got to see what he does because he can sling the rock. But well, he wasn't slinging Jack against the Saints on Sunday when he came in. Man, he looked pretty bad. Uh, I I think what the thing is is I think the Saints are for real. That defense is for real. I've been on them. I've been talking about them for a little bit, and you, I think you're starting to jump aboard. Uh, I'm not crossing the. I'm not crossing that street yet. But um, it just to me, I just couple more couple. Couple more performances like that, will you be on top of it? Yeah, if they if they do it against a, a team that has a pretty good quarterback, like uh, if they played Carson Wentz or something and they held him to twenty four points or less, I'd be pretty impressed. But they did good against Breeze. They did well, yeah, in practice. I mean, maybe not, they did. Maybe in practice. Matt Matt Ryan. I'm talking. About, I know Matt Ryan hasn't played good, but they've done good again. They did good against them. That they did good against uh, a couple teams so far this year. So. Yeah, well, back to Matt Ryan real quick, man. He, the Dolphins shut that MFR out in the second half, man. So Matt, Matt Ryan sucks. Whatever. I'm, I'm tired. Matt of Ryan I'm not actually, talking about uh, Matt Ryan. The Dolphins actually have a good defense. They're a top top 10 defense right now. If I do recall, you were saying Miami's got a great run defense, but their secondary is uh, pretty garbage. And then uh, they go play Matt Ryan, and then they're like the best secondary in the league. Yeah, they've so. been actually, the defense actually been playing good this year, surprisingly. Yeah, they play well against Sunday night, and we'll get to that game, too, that you were at there. Uh, some other news, real quick, man. Eli Manning is uh, being rumored that he, he it's he could be benched, man. He could be benched going forward. You got dumbass Ben McAdoo over there, who is uh, about as good of a coach as Jim Tom Sula, man. Those, those guys are just two one of the same. I, I mean, think that's some. Go ahead. I think that's some bad news about him being benched. He's not going to be benched. He just wants to see give the young guys some uh, reps, so they think that. Eli will still start, but if they start getting blown out, they're going to come in later to see what they have because you got to figure they're going to probably be a top five draft pick. What they should have oh, did yeah. before the trade line was trade Eli to the Jaguars. Yeah, or somebody, or the Cardinals even. But I'll well, tell you I think he'd have been good going to the ja- Jaguars with uh, Tom Coughlin there and then give him another Super Bowl run. He ain't got to finish a giant. Look at like Manning left, so 
to went to Broncos. So why don't you let the little man and go to the Jags and have that? The Jags would have been a good uh, good run right there if they got Eli. But yeah, Bortles have been. have been playing solid the past. Bortles, have, I don't know what happened since the bye week. He's been looking pretty good actually, or not the bye week since he's been playing the past three weeks. He's looking really well. He's been trying to gain some fantasy points, that's for sure, man. Did you see him uh, bitching at the coach on the sideline, Doug Marone, when he couldn't go for a touchdown there at the end of the game when he had to take three straight kneel downs? No, nah, man, I was uh, on the way down to the game, so oh, I wasn't right. to watch it. Yeah, man, he was definitely chasing fantasy points. I don't know if he played himself or what, but, man, he was definitely looking to score. He was pissed off on the sideline there. And speaking of the Jags, man, Leonard Fournette, another guy that screwed me in daily, man, because um, I had checked all my lineups, and I thought I'd already taken Fournette out of two of them. And sure enough, I didn't, so I was stuck with a big goose egg there because he didn't show up for freaking picture day, man. Why can't they just Photoshop that MFR in there, man? What the hell? Why the hell would you be suspended for missing a team picture? I don't get it. It's like it's a practice. What do you need a picture day for anyways? This ain't high school football no more. That's what I'm saying, man. For the media guy, who gives a shit? Nostradamus or Nostradamus. You know, I just, I just want to get to something real quick because, man, we actually had a great week in... uh little Nostradamus, Nostradamus there, man. We Our predictions this past week were freaking on point. Six picks I had that were on point that hit, hit it right in the number. Alex Smith's total uh, production for the day, a bunch of things here. So let's just recap some of these here real quick, Jeff. I'm going to let you go first here and go ahead and uh, you don't have to give me the whole list because, man, we hit on so many of them. Give me what you got. I like how I hit on Kenyon Drake going over uh, 100 yards, and he went over 100 total yards, so that was that was a great call. I picked the Colts as a straight upset. I still said Hopkins would do good and Fuller would suck, which I was right about that. Hopkins still got 16 targets and still got almost what 90 yards receiving and a touchdown. Can't yep. beat that. Nope. Eight or nine catches. Those are a couple off the top of my head unless you think one that you thought I was a really good one I picked, but those are a couple just off the top of my head. Yeah, no, those are definitely all good ones there. Uh, I like the Colts one the best. I thought that was a good call because that you made that call before Deshaun Watson went down. For me... I thought that the Colts were going to cover, and sure enough, they definitely did. Kareem Hunt struggling against Dallas. I called that one there. Julio with a big game yeah, called I missed, that. I missed that one. I missed that one. Yeah. Uh, Vernon Davis, I called. AP on the challenge going over 100 yards. I took that one home. Evan Ingram, I said we finished with 17 points. He sure enough did. And, uh, man, there's a few other ones. D- Doug Martin, I said would struggle this week. We're, we're both on Evan Ingram and being a top tight end. The best I liked you said was T.Y. would be the number one receiver, and he was. Yeah, that call. yeah, that was a good one there. Um, yeah, man, those are just a few that we get to. If you want to hear the whole list of uh, our awesome kick-ass week of picks, man, go back to Friday's preview show and check it out for yourself there. You ready to hit on some of these games here for the week from week nine? Yeah, knock them out. Let's fly through them. Let's go. Fantasy recap. Let's start. We already did the Thursday game on Friday's show, so let's go ahead and start with the uh, Ravens and Titans, man. And the Titans take this one 23 to 20 in Tennessee. Joe Flacco, 34 of 52, 261, two touchdowns. One of his better performances, believe it or not. Alex Collins let you down with 13 carries, 43 yards. Jeremy Macklin, man, a good call by me there. 18 for 98 catches for 98 yards. Anybody you want to hit on in that particular game? Javoris Buck Allen had a nice PPR day finally. Yeah, he did. What about your boy, uh, Rashard Matthews? I don't feel comfortable playing any Raven Raven player besides their defense. Yeah, I agree. I still don't play their defense either. I mean, they made Marcus Mariota look decent. Mariota, too, man. Two touchdown passes. Still finished with under uh, under 16 fantasy points. Terrible. You know, the only person I really want to touch base, you know, on Tennessee is uh, 
think people worried about Rashard Matthews. Um, he's actually later on my targets. That um, I think with Corey Davis coming back, I think defenses are going to worry about Corey Davis because he's just he's their best athlete as a receiver. And I think uh, Matthews is going to get some cheap plays. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to help Matthews for sure, man, because Eric Decker ha- had a couple good catches in this game. Don't get me wrong. He, you know, he, he did pretty well. But yeah, Corey Davis is a different kind of player they don't have on that and that in that wide receiving core. So I think he's definitely going to open things up for Matthews because Matthews was the number one last year for Tennessee without Corey Davis. And now he's got somebody that, yeah. that can burn and can uh, command attention like that from the defense. I think it's definitely going to open stuff up for him, especially in PPR leagues. And uh, surprisingly, Dale, Delaney Walker played and he did it. He did decent for a tight end. The yeah. tight ends are just this is a down year for tight ends big time. Oh, it definitely is. Definitely is. I know going into the draft, I mean, there was like 13 guys that we, we would have felt comfortable having on your roster, you know, playing it each week. And now there's like six, if that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, ASJ. Uh, three. Uh, I, I can only name three. Yeah. Three, three good ones. Yeah. Like Maybe really good. four. Jimmy Graham's on the four or five borderline. Yeah, he's hovering. He's hovering. Here, let's go to the, the Tampa Bay Bucks and the New Orleans Saints, man. <coughs> All right. We could go to that game. Because I totally messed up on Doug Martin. I said he's gonna have his best game. Yeah, in his worst game. That was his worst for sure. Man, Mike Evans. That's a guy that really. Not only did he take a cheap shot on the Saints defender there when Jameis was kind of being a little dumbass, putting his finger in his face. Evans is suspended a game now. Didn't get ejected surprisingly in that Saints game. But so even without the ejection, it was kind of like he was ejected because he only had one catch for three yards. Man, just terrible. How big of a letdown yeah, I, has he I, been? Yeah, I don't think he got ejected because they didn't see the play. I just don't know what's going on with that team, man. It's in shambles. We were both high. We thought the Bucks defense was going to be good. They suck a couple injuries. We, as well as we thought that that offense was going to be potent. Guess what? It sucks. Yeah, man. I'm, I know. I agree. I thought the defense would definitely be a lot better for sure. And I thought Winston would take a step up. Yeah. So, yeah, just like, like you said, man. It just has not happened. Deshaun Jackson, I thought would be a really – you know, crucial part of their offense. I thought he would kind of make everything flow and why Evans would take a step up and why Winston would, uh, you know, progress going into his, uh, was it third or fourth year now for him? Fourth year, third. man. Wow. No, this is fourth, fourth isn't year, it? Yeah, fourth year, yeah. Fourth year. Since we just hit on those two quarterbacks who are in the same draft class, Mariota and Winston, I'm calling it right now, man. I'm saying that both of them are bust. They're not going to get any better, man. After When you're in your fourth year in the league, you're not going to get much better. You're pretty much entering your prime now. I mean... Look at all the great quarterbacks that have come in the league, right? Two years in, you pretty much know who they are. Like Carson Wentz, for example, second year in, great player. Uh, Jared Goff, terrible last year, second year. Man, he looks pretty damn good. But we can't say that about Marcus Mariota or Jameis Winston. They're like, oh, they're okay sometimes. They're okay, but they don't have games like four touchdown passes and just 300-plus yards consistently. Jameis will do it in garbage time, but that's about it, man. I'm a little salty today. So back to the game here. Drew Brees still has not had like a Drew Brees-like game. I mean, he's still beneficial for he you. Had, I, call, I called for over 303 TDs. He had around 302 TDs, so he wasn't too far off. No, he wasn't far off. I just thought he was at home against the, the Bucks like that. I thought he was going to just – I thought he was going to go off, man. I thought he was going to light it up. You know, he like I said, he wasn't bad. He finishes the week as uh, quarterback number 10, I believe, behind Jacoby Brissett. But 263, two touchdowns. It gives, gives you around 19 points, but I, I expect I'll tell you what I did like. My Kamara called. I said he'd be one of the best PPR backs this week, and he was. Yeah, you did. That was a good call by you. I, said he just, I think Kamara is easily starting to take over that backfield. I can't say that yet. We have to wait and see. I think 
I'm going to say Kamara, PPR is RB1 going forward, RB2 in standard. I agree, man. He's consistently putting it, putting up big numbers, man. He's like, a, you know, believe it or not, it's like a Tyreek Hill kind of running back. I mean, he just has these big plays. Like he's averaging like eight yards a carry uh, in the last three weeks. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the Rams and the Giants because, man, the Rams travel across country in a game that I thought was going to be kind of close, man. I thought it was going to be like a 24-13, 24-17. Not that it'd be close, but I thought the Giants defense would do better than allow a second-year quarterback. To put up 51 points, man, on like 22 pass attempts. Ben McAdoo should be fired, man. He's terrible. I don't know how the hell he's a head coach. You just look at him, yeah, man. If, if I played for the Giants, I would not take that dude seriously. Todd Gurley is a freaking monster, man. To me, I think Todd Gurley is the best running back in football right now. Uh, the way to be seen. I was right on golf, though. I thought he was going to have a good day, and he did. Yeah, he definitely did, man. Four touchdown passes. I still can't believe it. Sammy Watkins finally got involved a little bit. Had a one big catch for 60-plus yards and a touchdown. How do you feel about Sammy Watkins going forward? Is he somebody you should take a flyer on? Maybe he's getting more comfortable in that new offense? I think me, he's mainly owned in all leagues, but I don't trust him. Yeah, I don't think he can. I don't think he can. And they're, they're definitely a running team. You know, they're very similar to the to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're like the, the NFC's version of the Jaguars, pretty much. They're becoming much more focused on the run game. Jared Goff is obviously much more um, efficient than Blake Bortles. What happened when they played each other? The Jags wiped the floor with them. Yeah. They on the Jags level yet, buddy. They're they're close, man. They got the the similar formula there with the running back and, uh, you know, just focusing on the run. It's kind of like how Dallas is set up too a little bit. They're all kind of similar teams. We'll see if it works for them when the playoffs roll around. Robert Woods has been pretty consistent to get you low double digits for PPR leagues. Had another good game on Sunday. If you have a quarterback like Mariota or Winston or somebody who's not a top six guy, I think you have to play golf. But I'd be a little nervous playing golf each week. I think golf's going to trend down. I like that one bold prediction. I said, hey, maybe get a touchdown. He caught the touchdown the first drive, so I cleared that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That was a good call by you. I remember I was laughing when I saw that. I was like, Higby of all players, man. Good call, Jeff. Orleans Dark leads the Giants in uh, rush yards, 16 carries, 71 yards. Evan Ingram, who we, t- we touched on, 17 fantasy points in PPR, four catches. 70 yards and a touchdown. How about we go to the another uh, beatdown, man? Let's go to the Broncos and Eagles, where the Eagles just flew all over that no-fly zone, man. They're like, F you. We're flying over here, Area 51 over here, man. Eagles take this one 51-23. Brock Osweiler starting for the Broncos first time in two years, and it was just ugly, man. It was a joke. That game was a joke. It was. So Brock Osweiler and his Broncos return, 19 of 38, so 50% passing. 208 yards, one touchdown. Demarius Thomas was a bright spot in this game for Denver. And everybody else was just garbage, man. C.J. Anderson, nothing. Nobody, dude. I'm worried about the... If I own anybody on Denver's offense, I'm a little worried, man, going forward. You see the crazy stat line is when C.J. Anderson gets over 115 yards, they win. When he's under 50, they lose. Yeah. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton had a stat like that, too, where it was over 120 yards, they win, and... What are they? Like, oh, and whatever else when he's under that. So, yeah, some of those key key guys, man, make those teams go. Well, definitely for Denver with the run game. Alshon had a nice day, but two touchdowns for him. And do you think, uh, you know, we asked you about the Sammy Watkins new system, new team, maybe getting used to it. How about Jeffrey? You think him and Carson Wentz starting to build a rapport? Think Jeffrey's worth owning going forward or worth starting? I should say. I think it depends on your wide receiver death because. 
when Ertz is there, offense goes through Ertz first, I think, receiving. It does, but I think with Wentz and his development this year, his progression, I think the offense can sustain two, at least two, you know, fantasy starting fantasy options there. And I think Nelson Aguilar is going to take a step back. And I think Jeffrey's going to take a step up, man. I think as we go, he's going to get better and better. And I think Jeffrey's a safe wide receiver, too, with wide receiver one upside week to week. To week. Even with Ertz. Yeah. In my mindset, I have a feeling that Wentz is going to take a step back. I disagree with you on that, man, but I'm curious to see the rest of your, your uh, picks when we get to that segment there, man. Really am. Uh, Jay Ajayi. Ajayi. going to get excited about Ajayi, but he had well, the 153-yard run. Other than that, he didn't really have anything. I was concerned about that, man, because he only had eight carries in that game. Eight well, carries. He's a new player. They're there for two days. You can't give him that much. Well, he's a running Clement, back. Everybody's going to get ex- Everybody's going to get excited about Clement and pick him up, but guess what? That was Clement's game. After that, I think he's done. Yeah, 12 for 51, two touchdowns on the ground, one catch, 15 yards, touchdown through the air, 25.6 points. Finished as the number two running back this week, man, and that's never going to come close to happening again. They're going to get a giant roll, I believe, next week. On the on the Broncos side, though, you, you think they're going to stick with Osweiler real quick at quarterback? Yeah, he's starting this week, coming up at least. We'll go from there. Howdy, he did yeah. sustain some drives. He did sustain some drive scoring. It's just that defense didn't do anything. So can't blame it all on him. He ain't playing defense too. Thank you. He had one turnover. No, you're right. It's not on him. I mean, he played better than Simeon. Demarius, Simeon's played. The only guy I feel comfortable starting there. With Osweiler playing there, yeah. Or Flinch yeah. even. Even if Flinch played, he likes to throw it deep. Sanders, man, is kind of like the lost man in that wide receiver core right now. Yeah. Yeah, coming off the ankle, you know, so we have to wait and see. All right, man, let's go to the next one here. We got the uh, Falcons, who I definitely talked about, man, who went to Carolina and lost twenty to seventeen when Julio dropped that mother effing pass, man. Oh my goodness. Okay, good. When they say he lost that game, but the the Panthers had the ball at the end of the game. Who lost that game? Who lost that game? Julio motherfucker Jones. Him? That guy? Oh, he totally lost it. He totally lost it. But you got to look at if they scored a touchdown. The Panthers could have still tried to score. So you can't say that necessarily. When they missed that fourth and seven wide open basket catch for Julio, Carolina went three and out and Atlanta got the ball back again. I thought if they would have scored the touchdown, they would have probably won the game because I'm almost positive that they scored their next drive. Carolina side of the ball, man. Cam Newton led the team in rushing, man, with 86 yards on the ground. Dude hit 80 yards like a halftime. Didn't do much in the air, though. But definitely made up for it with his legs. I know you're a Cam guy, man. Who would you rather have going forward the rest of the season? Cam Newton or Drew Brees? Cam Newton. Really? Cam Newton yep. or Russell Wilson? Cam Newton. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Cam Newton, 13 of 24 passing, man. Buck 37 through the air. No touchdowns, no picks. I still got you 20 points, man. 20 fantasy points. Pretty damn impressive. Jonathan Stewart had a terrible game. He's just awful. I think this is probably his last year in Carolina. I don't know how they keep paying that man. Yeah, he got He's you, just he got you negative, negative point six. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Christian McCaffrey has a good game. Goes 15 for 66 and a touchdown. Good call by you on uh, McCaffrey finding the end zone too. Five five catches, 28 yards for him. 20.4 fantasy points for the for the week. Solid, yeah, man. Good. I think he was a number three running back this week or four. He was number six this week. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all, man. I was a little disappointed, though, with... Funches, Funches had a nice showing. 
Nothing really special. I think Carolina controlled the block the clock a lot, so that's why they were chilling. But I think uh, I think teams should be worried about Carolina. Yeah, Cam had his best year without Kelvin Benjamin, so I think he's a guy people should start to target, even though there's like a week left in trade deadlines or two weeks. I think most of them are uh, next weekend, right? Yes, upcoming weekend, week ten. Yeah, I don't really want to say anything else about the Falcons. They're just going to piss me off because they cost me about four hundred bucks. So the Bengals travel to Jacksonville, take on the Jags. They get their asses handed to them. 23-7 to in this one. No Leonard, no Leonard Fournette. Blake Bortles, pretty efficient, you know. Uh, a good NFL quarterback game and not so good fantasy, but efficient though, man. 24-38, 259 and a touchdown. Chris Ivory, mediocre, 20 carries, 70 yards. Tyler Croft found the end zone. Good game for him there. A.J. Green. Punching dudes, you know, kind of like Jeff was in that uh, in that Raiders Dolphins game Sunday night. Knocking but, uh, him out all day long. That's right. Oh. Man. Is that more of that video clip, Carson? You were crying yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of that. On the Bengals, man, who the hell do you want to own there? Joe Mixon found the end zone, looked okay, but they just do not like to feed it to him, man. Not uh, at all. Yeah, I don't think it's anybody that would. I mean, I mean, you have to start AJ Green. And, you know, you know what? No, I, and Tyler Croft's been reliable. He's been pretty solid the last couple of games. AJ Green, you have to start and let you down, obviously. And you know, getting tossed in that one. I, I just don't know what happened to that Bengals team. And the Bengals are kind of falling back to where they were before 2006. Yeah. Yeah. What you doing over there, looking at trades? No, just uh, just listening to you talk, thinking about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jeff's on remote, by the way. He's actually not in the studio today. Uh, AJ Green will be. You got to start him. That's the only guy you can start. Yeah, comfortably. Mixon, Mixon had the touchdown, and they then after that they didn't really mess with him at all. They're really weird with stuff like that for some reason. Yeah, they are. They are. Jaguars defense managed continues to roll. Do you think that Jacksonville has a chance? This is not fantasy related, but do you think they have a chance to come out of the AFC? I think the they win their division. You think they uh, think they win any playoff games? I believe that's one of the teams that can go and win. Like I don't think home field advantage is a big thing for them because they don't really have many fans that go to their games now. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, with that defense, I think they could. Man, defense and running game. I mean, they're not going to beat teams like the Patriots, but I could see because there's Patriots match up good with uh, teams that like to do ball control, but the Chiefs. Or Pittsburgh and the Steelers. I think those are two good matchups, man. The only two teams, and I don't think San Diego is going to make the playoffs. We'll see how they do second half of the season. But I think San Diego can match up well with Jacksonville. And and the Raiders, I think, can match up well with them. The Patriots can match up well with them. And uh, let's go with the Colts and the Texans, your upset call of the week. And it was my bet of the week. And the Colts take this one. No Deshaun Watson for the Texans. 20-14. to 14. Jacoby Brissett, man, had himself a game due to the bye weeks. Yeah, he had a really to, nice game. Yeah, he definitely did, man. 20 of 30, 308, two touchdowns, a little bit of rushing in there. And uh, I had to play Jacoby in um, in one league because of the bye weeks and uh, paid off pretty well, man. And Lamar Miller, nothing, man. 10 carries, 57 yards, and a good matchup, too. And they were going to hit on T.Y. Hilton, who... Uh, they know, didn't, yeah, they up. didn't. I'm surprised he didn't do better than what he got, Lamar Miller. I thought they'd focal point the run more, but they didn't really care about the run at all. See, that's exactly what I thought because I was in a in a predicament in the league that you beat me in this past weekend. I uh, was overthinking a little bit, 
because you know my running back situation is pretty terrible. I had Damian Williams that I picked up off the waiver wire. Had him plugged in there as an RB2, and of course I didn't feel good about it. That's why I was overthinking it. And I was like, you know what? Deontay Foreman, who sometimes you get some run, maybe he can break a long one. I know he was on the shit list last week, but he's coming back. He's going to be okay. He's going to get a, back in, back involved in the workload here. So I, I start him with absolutely no faith, but a hope and a prayer. And my prayers were not answered, man. Just nothing for that Houston offense except for DeAndre Hopkins, who keeps it going, man. 16 targets in that game. Yeah. yeah. It did make a difference, though. It's not like you made a bad call, because even if you played all your bench players and out of the points, and you still would have lost. Well, that's because the majority of them uh, had zeros this week because they were on bye week. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you're right, you like- though. Yeah, um, yeah, for the most part, as far as running back. My yeah. bench outscored both our teams. <laughs> yeah, you're – yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins finds the end zone with no Deshaun Watson. Will Fuller, man, good call. And I would not have made this challenge with you had I known Deshaun Watson was going to be out for the year, let alone out for Sunday's game. I said, uh, you know, all, the last couple of weeks I said this obviously is the, it's not sustainable, the, to, the touchdown production that Will Fuller has been on this tear right now. And you said it's going to stop this week. And I said, man, I don't think it's going to stop this week. It's playing, they're playing the Colts. And sure enough, it did stop for obvious reasons. But Will Fuller, man, can you even play him anymore with no Deshaun Watson? Um, two catches. I wouldn't play him. Two catches, yeah, 37 yards. Him. Yeah, yeah. Same here, man. Um, I don't think you can really drop him necessarily either because wide receiver is pretty thin this year, man. If you're looking for like consistent production, not that he's going to be consistent going forward, but I mean, he's going to be better than some of the options that are out there, especially on waivers. And uh, Jack Doyle had a decent follow-up game. He didn't do too bad on PPR. Doyle had, I think, uh, was like seven for sixty-eight for sixty or something with like that, like fourteen points. I think it was something. Yeah, he had like fourteen points around there. Yeah. How about the uh, the Cardinals or 49ers, Man, this was a good game. I liked. I didn't like to watch it, but I mean, even though I did actually, believe it or not, I actually did watch this game, man. The Cardinals take this one twenty to ten in San Francisco. During the whole game, man, the cameras kept panning over to Jimmy Garoppolo, wondering, asking the same question. Oh, when's he coming in for Beathard? Because Beathard sucks. Beathard goes 24-51, 294, and a pick. But Adrian Peterson, man, my, my, my guy, my call of the week here. Adrian Peterson sets an NFL record with 37 carries for a 30-year-old, 30-plus-year-old running back. Finishes the day with 159 yards. He did kind of F it up for you with the fumble. Didn't find the end zone, so that's kind of disappointing. But he's getting the workload, yeah, man, like I said. That, when he gets that many touches, he's always going to do good. Yeah, he's going to keep getting them too, man. Because he eventually will break off. With 37 carries, he's going to break off at least two to three 25-yard, 30-yard runs. So right there, you're already at almost 100. In his heyday, at his age now, the two breakaway runs that he had were 16 yards and 18 yards, respectively. The first two, 16 and then 18, and that was it. Everything else was pretty consistent, though, man. Four yards, five yards here and there. I mean, he, he was consistently decent. But uh, yeah, speed might not be there for him anymore. Like we we're right about being down on uh, Fitzgerald though, without uh, oh, Stan being the QB. Oh, so. down on all of the Cardinals playmakers there. Yeah, Carlos High for the 49ers. Hyde looked good. If he didn't get uh, the boot, he would have finished probably close to 30. I bet points in PPR oh, at least. Like like I said in the preview show too, man. I said without Pierre Garcon there. Man, it's going to be dink and dunk to hide all game. And sure enough, it was, man. He goes 9 for 84 through the air. Yeah, th- he's not going to have a great year running the ball this year, but PPR leagues, he's going to be better than LaShawn McCoy, I bet, going forward. 
Uh, it'd be pretty close. I think McCoy still finishes better. Yeah, McCoy. I, I would take McCoy. You want to challenge that one? For the rest of the year? Challenge yeah. flag. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Gotcha. Nothing else to get into in this one, man. George Kittle, disappointing. Let's go to the uh, the Redskins and the Seahawks, man. Redskins take this one late, 17-14. to 14. You got Russell Wilson. Had himself a game, or had himself a quarter, really. The three quarters, man. He had like 7.4 points or something, something terrible like that. Finishes the day, though, with 24-45, 297 through the air, two touchdowns. And he finishes as the number seven QB of the week. Seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. seven. 23.6 fantasy points, yep. What were your takeaways from this one, man? I think Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin could have had huge gains in, but Russell Wilson missed him short a couple of times in some deep balls where Baldwin should have had three TDs with like 170 yards. But yeah. it happens. Yeah, it does. And Tyler Lockett disappointed me a little bit. Uh, unless you're I was surprised. Go ahead. Big on, no, I wasn't surprised on Tyler Lockett and Paul Richardson. I called that. I was surprised on a... On the other side of the ball, Kirk Cousins didn't light them up with no Earl Thomas. Yeah, that um, in our dynasty league we did IDP, and that kind of hurt me and like not playing them. Well, it didn't hurt me because I still won pretty big, pretty, pretty favorably. But um, yeah, Thomas out, man. But that Legion of Boom showed a little bit of life, man. After they were completely, uh, you know, destroyed last week, man, they kind of came back from the dead a little bit here, but not uh, not good enough to keep them out. Seattle's offense, man, just. You know, I don't know. I mean, like I was saying a second ago, too, Tyler Lockett was a little surprising to me. He didn't do as well as I think he was going to. Uh, if you're if your league uh, counts return yardage, he did pretty damn good for you. Got your double digits. But man, yeah, no, disappointing all around for the offense, except for Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin, pretty solid, man. Good call, Jeff. What did he get? Eight for 112 and a touchdown? 112 and a touchdown? It was right around there. Was it 112 or 104? Something, somewhere right Something around like there. Something like that. Yep. Pretty solid game, man. So do you like Russell Wilson the rest of the year, though? Yeah, I think, like I said, I, I still think he'll be finished top top six QB, top five the, the rest of the year. Yeah, I think I think he'll be right around their top five, top six. It makes me a little nervous, though, man, just with that offense, with no balance and, you know, throughout his career. I can say Lacey did look kind of good until he hurt himself. So we'll see. I'm sure Thomas Rawls is going to get the chance next week, see how he rolls out. Yeah. Well, well on Thursday, actually. You know, people who look good until they hurt themselves. Let, let me let me put it to you this way, too, man. That's just that's just part of it. Because look at look at Adolf Hitler, right? All right, so like in 1940 or 39 or something like that. Do you know he was Time Magazine's Man of the Year? He was looking pretty good, man, until he fell off. So it's all part of it, man. Yeah, it's all part of it. Eddie Lacy might look good until he fell off, but you know what? He fell off regardless. I'm not playing Lacy, not picking him up. What the big disappointment was Blair Walsh missing those field goals, easy field goals. I don't know how the hell he has a job still. Yeah. Terrible. I'm surprised they took him anyways, because remember he missed those field goals when they played in the playoffs, like two field goals or something like that? Yeah. They played each other. He's been, he was Roberto Aguayo before Roberto Aguayo, man. Blair Walsh has been shit since 2013. He's, he had one good year, his rookie year, like in 2012. That was, that was like it. Yeah. Chris Thompson was a good call by me. I didn't think he was going to do much in this one, and he didn't. But uh, any other takeaways from uh, that side of the ball? Vernon Davis had himself a game. Pretty solid game. That was a good call by me. And you. I said I was down on Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson and Rob Kelly found the end zone twice, so I was up on that side. So, Dawson uh, had the one nice <laughs> deep catch. Other than that, nothing really going. Yeah. Like yeah. Worm said earlier, he thinks the weather had something to do with it. What about the uh, – this was my game of the week right here, man. This was my – the game I felt best about when it came to the bets for the week. 
and that was the Cowboys and the Chiefs. Cowboys at home. Cowboys take this one 28-17. Man, just Cowboys were dominant. Their defense really has played well lately. That's a no-name defense aside from Demarcus Lawrence and a couple other guys. They're playing well, man. Defensive line up front, the secondary, pretty solid, man. Crazy Kareem thing Hunt. is Demarcus Lawrence wasn't even drafted in IDP leagues, really. Yeah, no, he really wasn't because he had some injuries and inconsistent play. But no, I mean, he's... he's like Thomas said, the Cowboys are the best team in the NFL that he, he, he thinks because they played him and they beat the Eagles earlier. So, mm. so you were right. Hunt had a down game. They yep. only rushed him like nine times, ten times. Nine carries, yeah. Tyreek Hill had that one nice little screen play. Or I don't even know. It was like kind of like a screen. Threw the ball over and had two blockers in front of him. Got the touchdown. It was set up to be a Hail Mary. Yeah, I was watching that one live. It was set up to be a Hail Mary. And, you know, um, Alex Smith can't really. I mean, he's slinging it this year. But I don't think he can throw like 60 yards outfield. that was a great play call. And then you got. uh, Oh, it was a great play. Kelsey found the end zone. So Kelsey's still up there. Hunt played less than 40 something, 40% of the snaps or 30% of the snaps. Some crazy stat. Yeah, we're going to get to that too because I got some concerns about Kareem Hunt going forward. Alex Smith for the Chiefs. Through his first interception. Yeah, he did. And I said he was going to go for 260 and two touchdowns, and he goes for 263, two touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott, man, another good game 27 carries, 93 yards, and a touchdown. The surprise for, for me here, man, was Terrence Williams, who uh, kind of made an appearance, man. Just nine catches for 141. That shocks me, man. I mean, I know one game a year he's usually, you know, good for a big for a big performance. I just didn't expect it to come against the Chiefs. Yeah, I think it helped him a little bit. He had that one nice 50-yard catch, 60-yard catch, but it hurt when hurt Des went out in the third quarter. That helped him a lot, too. That's true. But uh, Terrence Williams, two couple, couple weeks in a row, putting together some nice stat lines. Yeah, he is. Um, still wouldn't feel good about playing him. Dak did his thing again. What about Cole Beasley with uh, two surprising touchdowns two there? touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, man, go figure that one. Nice little job he did. Yeah. All right, man, let's go to the Sunday night game where you were uh, fighting Raiders fans in the, in the uh, hole over there. You got the yeah. good call by you on this one. I thought Miami was going to win it. And it looked like they were going to the last eight minutes of that game. I thought they were going to come back and do it. But no, they fall 27-24. Jay Cutler, man, came back. He was he was slinging, man. 34-42, started, what, 13-13 to to start the game? Throws for 311 yeah. yards, three touchdowns. Kenyon Drake and Damian Williams kind of got an even time, time share. Kenyon Drake got a few more carries. Damian Williams get, finds the end zone. Kenyon Drake fumbles the ball. But Drake goes 9 for 69. I, I, feel, I feel comfortable with Drake, though, because they had him at the end of the game when they're coming back. And as well as they played him even after the fumble. So I think the Dolphins like him talents. <coughs> Sorry. I think they like him talent wise. Uh, Devontae Parker makes a comeback. He finished with 76 yards there. Kenny Stills, no show. Julius Thomas had himself a game, man. Pretty surprising for oh, Thomas. Julius Thomas was number, second, number two tight end this week. Yeah, killed it, man. On the Raiders side of the ball, other than Marshawn Lynch, go figure. Julius Thomas might have been actually the number one tight end this week. No, he's number two because the man playing across from him finishes number one. But it was very close. It but was Cook, yeah. Cook only had like eight catches for 120 yards. Uh, Demary, or Julius had like eight catches for like 90 yards and a touchdown. I'll tell you right now, Jared Cook, eight for 126, 20.6 fantasy points. Julius Thomas, six catches, 84 yards, a touchdown, 20.4 fantasy points. Oh, my God. So 0.01, point, point, 0.001 difference? Point, point 0.2, but yeah. <laughs> Jerry Cook had a good game. Marshawn Lynch found the end zone. Michael Crabtree and Amari Cooper looked like terrible, man. They looked bad. 
They look real bad. And Derek Carr, man, he's kind of just been inconsistent this year. I was high on Carr coming in this year. I know you were too. Man, it was, it was bad. I mean, he was efficient, 21 of 30. Just one touchdown, one pick. Finishes with uh, 13.7 fantasy points. Damn. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, there was a Lynch did good there. That's about all there at the past. The Dolphins pass defense, I think is ranked seventh or eighth, maybe ninth run defense. I think it's a top five run defense. So the Dolphins are actually playing really good defense. Yeah, no, they've, they definitely have like been. Earlier, they've been like surprising. I said earlier, the only, like I said earlier, the only thing we won was the fights with the Raider fans because the Raider fans got beat up by all the Dolphins fans. Did you see that video? I didn't of fight, that? but just when there was a fight. When there was fights with the, those those teams, the, the Dolphins fans seemed to come out with the win. Regardless, a lot of fights going Speaking down in Miami football games. With Notre Dame this week. Yeah. Got the Lions and the Packers. I'm All waiting right. for you to say, Jeff, you've been calling it right. And I'm waiting for you to tell me I've been calling uh, Tom Montgomery's going to get his job back. He might. We'll see, man. So the Lions take this one in Green Bay. No surprise because Hunley is garbage. Not such a good call by you, man, Hunley. Hunley, two weeks to prepare. He still sucks. 30 no, to 17. Actually, I watched, Lions take it. I watched the whole game. I watched the game. He actually played pretty good. Don't look at the stats. If you watch the game, he looked he looked very aware of what was going on. He started off the game hot. Then turned. Did, uh, he looked pretty decent. And I'll tell you, he threw the ball more than I thought he would. I mean, he had a, an okay fantasy day. He actually didn't do that bad. I'll tell you this. If he had that performance last week, he would have been number four fourth-best quarterback in fantasy last week. Yeah, last week they struggled. He finishes with 18 with, um, points, 245 yards passing. Tate and Jones killed it tonight, though, too. Who's that? Tate and Jones Jr. Oh, yes. killed it, too. Yeah. So does Stafford, man. Stafford just been racking up yardage like Drew Brees style, man. 26 yeah, and 33. Yeah, yards. That's about all. Yeah, 361, two touchdowns, 22.4 points. Finishes as quarterback number seven. So I had the running backs for the Packers. Pretty even split. Actually, it was a dead even split between Montgomery and Aaron Jones. Each got five carries. Neither one of them could do anything with it. Jones finishes with 33 yards. And I mean, I'm sorry, Montgomery finishes with 33 yards. And Jones finishes with, what did he have, like 12 yards on this one? Then you got Jamal Williams of all but people. Jamal Williams had the touchdown, though. Who vultured the touchdown. One carry, one yard, six points. Montgomery had the six over six yards of carry as well. He caught some passes. I think uh, what happened with Jones is uh, he had some uh, blitz packages and he totally fumbled the blitz packages. They ran right past him and sacked Hunley. So uh, Mike McCarthy doesn't like that. He likes to run him back to be able to block. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Tom Montgomery starts seeing more and more percentages come back another week killed from the ribs that he'll, he will take that starting job back over. Yeah, he could, man. He definitely could. He definitely looked much better. Plus, the they're going to be down back. all the time. Plus, they're going to be down all the time. They're going to want a receiving back. True. A lot of targets for Adams. Yeah. Yeah, he was targeted. I think he was targeted almost 10 times, wasn't he? Jordy was targeted at some good times. I don't know how Slay got away with some pass interferences on Jordy. Like, was holding him down, like, legit holding his jersey, and they didn't call the penalties. So, I think Humley's going to another another week in the system. Now he's going to have another week. So, I think Humley's going to be, I don't know if you could ever start him. I think he's going to, another week will help the fantasy values of players around him. So... You know who disappointed me, though, was Jordy Nelson. I had him going 8 for 80 in this one. Just 4 for 35, man. Disappointing. He, went, he got about 8, 10 targets, though. He did. He w- he had he would have had a deep catch, mm-hmm. but Darius Slay 
was like holding him so he couldn't get to the ball. And for some reason, the uh, ref didn't call pass interference. If he didn't have that, he would probably, it would have been like a nice 40 yard catch. I'll tell you what, there was a play where uh, Adams had a step on a, I don't know if it was slay on him or not, but Hunley overthrew him by like, if he would have waited a quarter second longer, he would have had a 70 yard touchdown catch. But it hit Adams' right hand, and if he would, he should have dove for it. He would have laid out for it. It'd been like a forty-five yard catch. Golden Tate and Marvin Jones both had big games. Both go, both go over a hundred yards. Jones had two touchdowns. Theo Riddick he did all right for him. PPR yeah, so is a low end three. Tackled at the two yard line like twice today. Yeah. Or he could have had two touchdowns. Amir Abdullah, man, I've been saying it forever. It's just garbage, man. Twenty-one carries, forty-eight yards. He did find the end zone. But only got you 10 points, man. Just terrible. Yeah. Theo had a nice uh, catch, like a, like a nice 50-yard screen play. Yeah, he did. He had a big yards. play. Yeah. Other net staff looked good. Ebron's learned how to catch the football again for some reason. He made some yeah, good catches he, again today. He only had three catches, though, 35 yards, four targets. I know, but usually he has zero catches with six, three to six drops. He didn't <laughs> drop any balls today. He caught all the balls thrown towards him. That's true. 10 questions. Number one, if you scored a touchdown in the NFL, what would your celebration dance be? I would uh, squat. <laughs> I would. Okay, this is what I would do. For example, whatever team I was playing, I would have like a one of their jerseys, like a like a kid jersey in my underneath my jersey where I would pull it out, put it on the ground and squat over it and drop the football in between my legs like a shit. Oh, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Sitting on their jersey. You should you should combine that with the T.O. with the uh, celebration on the Dallas Star. Going to drop a deuce on the Cowboy I, I Star there. I like that, though, like squatting over like I pooped on their jersey. I just shit on them. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 Oh, I like that, man. That's creative. I like that. I guess I'm not as creative on this because uh, for me... I'd probably just do, uh, I like the T.O. from back in the, uh, what was it, 2002, I think? Yeah. Oh, two with the 49ers when he pulled out the Sharpie in his sock. I like that one, man. Signed the football, and I would give it to the defender who was covering me. That's what I would do. Oh, nice, nice. That's yeah, good. Yeah. I thought right. you would like, I thought you would like lifted up your jersey and would have said I love Brady or something. No, that, that's, that's just every day. I'm talking about touchdown celebrations. <laughs> Yeah. Heard. Okay, my bad. That's my bad. Yeah. All right, number two, man. Who was your favorite fantasy player in 2017? <laughs> I like watching Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I can't wait to see him. You know, I'm right there. Like, I like watching Alvin Kamara too. I like those watching those two guys, just the moves they do. And I have a feeling one of those guys are just gonna like Kamara had a great game. He, I think he had his big game. That I'm still waiting for McCaffrey to have a big 30 plus point game, 40 plus game. For me, um, you know, I kind of have two also. Because when it comes to who's my favorite guy for fantasy in 2017, I got to say it's Todd Gurley. Just, he can do it all, man. He's a do-it-all back. Running, catching, blocking, does it all, man. And as far as my, my most the most exciting guy, or the guy that is most exciting to me, Tyreek Hill, man. That punt return, I was, I was walking around. I was walking towards the kitchen, and I stopped just to watch to see what would happen. Because I was like, man, well, you never know. It's a Hail Mary play. They just do a dump off and let Tyreek Hill go. Had some blockers, and man, when he just maneuvered his way through like five, four or five Dallas Cowboy defenders there, I was like, damn, that's, that looks good, man. Damn, that, that dude that dude can play. 
Anyway. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Yeah, it was, man. Let's go number three here. Who was your favorite fantasy player of all time? I got two on this one also. I'm doubling up today. It's going to sound crazy. You know I loved AP that one year I won the championship because he just killed it. Yeah, you're going Tebow? My favorite. No, Tebow, I like Tebow. He was cool. My favorite player watching the year is not a player. It's actually the Seahawks defense that 2011 or 12 year. Just watching that team play defense. And if you had them as a defense, they were like, I think they finished like a top 10 or 15 point total as a them, you know what I mean, as a ranking. I think it was 2010 or 2011, I think, that you're talking about. Because I remember you saying, I actually, I don't know why I remember this, but I do. I remember you saying, because at that time, Cincinnati and Seattle's defenses were both trending up. They were still kind of like relatively unknown. And I remember you were saying, uh, I like Cincinnati's defense and you like Seattle's defense coming up. And you were saying, man, watch watch Seattle's defense. And then sure enough, from that point forward, they became the Legion of Boom. Yeah, I think they almost were like a top 15 fantasy option that year. I think they finished top 10 at, by the end of the season. But yeah, that was that was it was the same year that Marshawn Lynch had the big beast mode run that he was famous for against the Saints where he just ran everybody over. It was the same year as that. That was the same year. For me, man, I'm going to go. I got two, man. I got Randy Moss in 2007. That was a good one for me. And I'm going to go Sean Alexander, too, man. Another guy that I like to own a lot back in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah, he was nasty. Yeah, he was. All right, number four, man. Who do you think are the most valuable players for Dynasty Leagues right now? Quarter, one quarterback, one running back, one receiver, one tight end. Um, I would have to go Dynasty. I'm actually going to go Russell Wilson. I like him the most because he's done it. It's been his fourth year. It's hard for me to go Wentz or golf or something like that because they've only, they've only been in the league a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Running back, I'm going to go Fournette. Okay. I like having him. Receiver, I know you're going to call me crazy, but I'm going to go uh, Mike Evans. I get it. The youth factor, I got it. Tied in, I'm going to go Zach Ertz. Okay. All right. There we go. Yeah, man. For me, I am going to take Carson Wentz as the quarterback. I think he's going to be the most valuable quarterback to own. Or you could go Deshaun Watson, too. Uh, I think either of those guys are pretty good. I could have went Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dak's another good one to have. For running back, I'm going to go with David Johnson. I just, if if he's healthy, man, I I, I don't know. I just think he's one one of the best. I mean, Dude has more receiving stats than a lot of receivers in the league, as well as rushing stats for running back. I mean, dude, dude's awesome when he's healthy. Uh, wide receiver, I'm going DeAndre Hopkins. And you could do a nice little stack there in Dynasty with Hopkins and Watson. That'd be a nice, nice little uh, foundation there for your fantasy roster for Dynasty. And for tight end, hmm, tight end. I could go Kelsey because Kelsey's pretty young, but I think Ertz is younger. No, they might be about the same age. I think I'm going to go Evan Ingram. Yeah, I like that pick that you did. The only problem is the QB situation coming up. We already know That's with Wentz. That's a good point. Yeah, we already know with Alex Smith. That's a good. Well, Patrick Mahomes could Even push Smith Pat, out of there. Pat but, Mahomes. Yeah. We've seen. We've no, seen, Kelsey uh, will be fine seen, with whoever. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen his paperwork with Pat Holmes. We've seen a game tape already. He looks. He looks pretty good. Yeah, he looks decent. Yeah, he's got an arm for sure. Uh, number five, better running back going forward: Adrian Peterson or Jay Ajayi for twenty seventeen. I'm just going to have to go this mainly based on the quarterback play. I'm going to have to go with a J.H.I., but Challenge I don't really like one, to be honest. I don't know if you want to accept it. I'm not going J.H.I. Challenge accepted. Accept okay. I'll tell you, man. 
I think smart money is on Jay Ajayi to have a better season, but I just think, like I said, they're going to feed Peterson, man. And uh, new team or not, Jay Ajayi only getting eight carries. It's kind of got me a little concerned, man. Like, what the hell are they thinking over there? But what he did he outscore AP this week? Yeah, I believe he did. <laughs> I believe AP he did. Got, like when he got a fumble with 150 yeah, something or something like AP that. Yeah, AP had like 13, like 12 and a half, 13 points, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I know. On, on like on, on 29 fewer carries. Oh, I know. It doesn't help my argument. But we'll see. <laughs> All right, man. Number six. I still think I still think a is probably gonna outscore him and they Philly's gotta buy this week. Yeah, true. Eli Manning is in jeopardy of losing the starting job. Let me ask you. I mean, I remember. I'm sure you remember, too. Who was the starting quarterback before Eli took over midway through his rookie year in 2004? In 2004? Yeah, you remember? Oh, I remember Eli coming at the end of the year starting, but because I, I remember the Giants starting off hot. They're like 5-1 and one or 4-1, and one, something like that. Oh, in, in 2004? It like... Yeah, they lost like three or four or five in a row, and that's when they did the lineup switch. Yeah, I think they replaced him around week nine or ten, I think. I think it was like right around this time, I believe. Yeah, I think it was like week 11. It may be, something like that. Yeah, I, somewhere around there. I don't remember if Kurt Warner came there in 05 or, or I mean, in 04 or 03. I think mm-hmm. it was Kurt Warner because I was surprised he left where he was at. Yeah, it was Kurt Warner. But you shouldn't be surprised that he left because he was forced out because – that same uh, the same year Tom Brady got drafted, the Rams took a guy named Mark Bulger, who, believe it or not, was is the fastest quarterback ever to a thousand completions. It was tearing it up, man. So they forced Kurt Warner out the door. He went to the Giants. Remember, he had um, Warner had the whole thumb injury, so that was, that's what brought Bulger into yeah, the right. the Rams. Yeah, and then <laughs> Warner had so many fumbles with the Giants, man. The dude had like well, like eight fumbles or something. Like the first half of the season, terrible. Obviously, Warner Warner bounced back. Game- I remember when they played the Redskins that year where Clint Portis raped them. Yeah. You know what? It's funny since you mentioned rape in games and like back in history. I remember Aaron Rodgers' first first appearance in a national football game. It was against the Patriots. And you know what happened? Like the second series of his career, William McGinnis sacks Aaron Rodgers, broke his nose, man. And Aaron Rodgers had a terrible game that game. I mean, he didn't play much, but man, he just looked terrible. So I, I thought that was a bust. Of course, I was wrong on that, but yeah. Moving on, man. Number seven, most memorable fantasy football moment. <laughs> I'm about to say 2011. I had a it's crazy sound. So I was in the championship battle, and I had Kaepernick as my quarterback, and I had Seattle as my defense, and I was debating all day long. Should I just drop Kaepernick and pick up Doug or uh, Russell Wilson, just run with a Seahawks all thing? I was so close to doing it, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play it out. And Seattle's defense got me like 40 points, and Kaepernick got me like 35. So I was, it worked out perfect. I vaguely remember that, yeah. For me— That's a game like Seahawks had like a couple picks, like not a couple pick sixes, but they had a couple fumble returns or something like that. They had a couple touchdowns. And punt. I think they had a kick return, interception return. It was crazy. Yeah. So it worked out perfect for me because I won by like 50 or 60 points. Nice, nice. For me, man, it was – this is kind of a weird one for me because uh, in my fantasy leagues and yours as well, we don't play week 17. We uh, Our championship game is week 16 like it should be to avoid the, the buys and players resting and all that. So anyways, I'm going back to 2007, man. The 07 pages, I had, I had Randy Moss and Tom Brady on my team that year. And week 17 against the Giants, man, Brady throws for 50. 
his 50th touchdown pass. Randy Moss catches his record-breaking 23rd. Kind of cool that they both set records on that one play. And I got double points because I had both of them in a game that uh, didn't mean anything because I already won the championship week before. But, yeah, that was nice. Uh, anyway, now, now moving on now, man. Number eight, would you rather own Drew Brees or Russell Wilson rest of year? That's a good question. I think I'm going to actually go with uh, Drew Brees. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to agree. I think Brees is going to – it's kind of weird because I was – this was tough for me too. They have because, more protection in the run game. Yeah, they do. But Russell Wilson is a, a second-half quarterback, as we've seen the last three or four years now. I, I would rather have Drew Brees, but – I think either one you're fine. But, yeah, I, I think I would take Drew Brees too. I just think – He's going to get back to his numbers. I think Russell Wilson has higher ceiling. Yeah, he's going to have bigger games, I think. He's, he's going to have to pass sometimes when that defense lets him down. Uh, number nine, movie time in Halloween. Would you rather be in a real-life Saw movie, like Jigsaw type of game, I guess? Does that make sense, what I'm asking you here? Yeah. Okay. Jigsaw movie. Yeah, would you rather be in a in a jigsaw game in the game itself where you know or would you rather be in the basement of Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs? I'm gonna go with a game because I have it in my hands, try to win. It's a little tricky though, man. Those games, man, they kind of set up for you to to F up a little bit. I don't know. I'm gonna go with Buffalo uh, Bill. I'm I look I'm very good at looking outside the box. I am a box man, I will say that. Yeah, I'm not a box man. Yeah, I know. You gay, bro? I'm going to go Buffalo Bill, man. Because if you've seen that movie, you know he ain't going to shoot you. Dude makes clothes out of your skin, man. You don't want no bullet bullet crap going in there. And what's he going to do? I mean, the dude's kind of skinny. He's, he's no offense, but uh, pretty pretty sure he's homosexual. I'm pretty sure he's not a box man himself. So, um, Might kill you alive, though. Yeah, but how's he going to get me? How's he going how's he, how's he to do that, man? Without shooting my ass, is he, is he gonna come down there and like try to like, try to cut me or something? Try to cut my throat like a pig, like we're like we're doing a pig roast. That mf'er, if he comes down there, what's he gonna do? I mean, seriously, it's uh, <laughs> I like my chances better taking on a dude that dresses in women's clothing, is like a seamstress, than I would trying to play some uh, game involving some crazy shit going on with people trying to kill each other because they could it could mean their own life. So I'd like to I'd rather take my chances with the uh, you know the lady man over there. I understand that. Yeah. All right, man, number 10. So this question comes from the Travel Channel. You ever seen that channel before? Yes. I see a promo for it once in a while. I looked at it a little bit last week. So weird foods around the world. This one's multiple choice. So choose one of the following, man. Would you rather eat stir-fried kitty cat, live octopus, hot dogs, the canine version, not like the mystery meat nitrate sticks we have over here in the States, or D, down a 64-ounce bottle of Kopi Luwak cold brewed. Live octopus? Live octopus? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I think I'm going with cat, man. I think I'm going with cat. You're going to eat cat? Pretty sure I've already eaten it. So. Yeah, at the Chinese store. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've been to some... Uh, been to some shady, uh, cheap, you know, five ninety nine <laughs> Chinese buffets in my day. Um, pretty sure they're not making profit margins on chicken. 
I probably have eaten cat, and I've never been to a Chinese buffet that didn't have a good uh, sweet and sour chicken, man. So um, whether it's cat or chicken or octopus, whatever the hell it is, it tastes decent. So I'll roll with that one. Heard. All right, man. We got some mailbag questions here also to get into. Mailbag. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail? I'm dying to talk about the mail with you all day, okay? Number one, is Jared Goff for real? And where do you think he finishes 2017 among quarterback rankings? Dan in Plainville, Ohio. I think he finishes out of the top 10. Out of the top 10? Maybe it, I'm gonna go. Actually, I'm gonna go out of the top 12. I would. I don't. I wouldn't could trust him every week. Hmm. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say he's gonna finish number eight. I think he's gonna finish number eight, man. I think he's uh. I'm trying to think, like, who am I going to put him ahead of? I think he's going to be a top eight quarterback. I really think so. All right, so number two, man. I need a wide receiver in the PPR league. I can trade Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, or Adrian Peterson. I want to trade for Hopkins, Julio, Green, or Evans. Which running back do you think would be the safest to trade away that won't hurt me as bad? And which of those wide receivers do you think I could get and that I should target? This is from JR in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. What I do is I, I send a trade to every person with a receiver if I get anyone to play. I would trade AP for all those receivers and see see who would take the bait. Okay. The running backs I want I want to keep I want to keep Hunt first, then Gurley, then Gordon, then AP. You would keep Hunt if over I can Gurley? Any of those four receivers for the bottom two running backs, I'm good to go. Yeah, I guess I agree with you. I, I would keep Gurley home, but yeah, no, I, I, I can get beyond that. All right, man, number three, better quarterback ad for the week. Jared Goff, Marcus Mariota, Blake Bortles, or Jimmy Garoppolo? Devin in Westchester, New York. The rest of the year? Could be. It just says better ad for the week. So if it's oh. this week, I'm not going Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, man. No, I wouldn't add Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't want Blake Bortles. I think Mariota and Goff's going to be do about the same the rest of the way. I'd take Goff over Mariota right now. Yeah, I'm going Goff. You're going about even right there? Even split? Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong either way. All right. Number four, I was offered Aaron Jones and Des Bryant. 
for DeAndre Hopkins and Joe Mixon. Take it, Melissa in Stanford, no. Connecticut. Yeah, no, I not after Hopkins this. And Mixon. Not after Monday night's game. Oh, man. Disappointment right there for Aaron Jones. All right, number five. Do you think Adrian Peterson is for real? Steve in Calvert, Indiana. Nope. I think he is, man. Just for the pure volume of it, man. I think he's going to be an RB2 the rest of the way. All right, you'll 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 see after this Thursday night game. Mm, yeah, we'll see. All right, moving on. Next one. Better player to keep on my roster. I like this. Larry Fitzgerald, Devontae Adams, Martavis Bryant, Sammy Watkins, Amari Cooper. And this is from Sam in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. I'm assuming this is a keeper league question. Uh-uh, I said PPR on the subject line. I said keeper league. It didn't specify. Could be. Because he said, who, who should I keep? How about you just drop Martavis Bryant? <clears throat> who would you rather drop out of that? Would you rather drop... Sammy Watkins or Martavis Bryant? I'd drop them together. I'd probably throw Cooper right in there with them. They could be hanging hanging out somewhere by themselves with their damn dreads. I know, right? Uh, Yeah, I agree. I agree. So if I had to keep one... I want to keep Adams. Dynasty, I'd keep Adams. If If Keeper League, I'd keep Fitzgerald. If this is a Keeper League, I want to keep Adams because Rodgers will be back next year. How messed up is it that none of us, neither one of us said Cooper? Yeah, just, I don't know about Cooper, man. He's a name and that's it right now. (laughs) Just like Martavis Bryant, except, eh, whatever. Moving on. Is Michael Crabtree worth targeting in trades? And do you think he bounces back rest of the year? Amy in Binghamton, New York. Depends what you, you have to give up for him, but I think Crabtree's the guy to own and the receiver's... Absolutely. He's a wide receiver one still. He's on the, he's moving on down that list, but still got it. Uh, number nine, trade Tom Brady and Adrian Peterson for Russell Wilson, Aaron Jones, and Danny Woodhead. PPR League, I have Wilson, Jones, and Woodhead. Travis in Sudsbury, Oklahoma. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep Wilson. I do the trade. I do the trade. I would take Tom Brady and Adrian Peterson and give up Russell Wilson, Aaron Jones, and Woodhead. AP is going to get the volume. Brady is going to be the number one or two or three quarterback in, in fantasy. Aaron Jones, we just saw a crap performance from him Monday night. Danny Woodhead, injured and always is injured. And Russell Wilson, you like Drew Brees better than him going forward. You'll still take Russell Wilson, though, on that side of the deal? No, I think I like Drew Brees going. I think I like Wilson better, actually, I think about it. I just think the Brady second half matchups are a lot harder than the first half. I'm telling you that right now. Look at his, the teams he's got to play. He's still matchup proof for the most part. We're asking who's going to see this better. Yeah. Russell Wilson's going to have a lot more shootouts. Brady's not going to have a lot of shootouts. So do you, you think Russell Wilson outscores Tom Brady the rest of the way? Yeah. Challenge flag. Oh, boy. You're challenging me. Yeah. Challenge you, you really accepted. Alright. Gotcha. Alright, man. Alright, moving on to the last one here. I received an offer Sunday night. This guy offered me Mike Evans, Kenyon Drake, and Jordan Reed for Julio Jones. Oh, I'm sorry. And Jordan Reed for Julio Jones, Jordy Nelson, and your boy Doug Martin. 
I need help at running back and tight end. My running backs are Aaron Jones, Deion Lewis, Garrett Blunt, and Martin. My tight end is Austin Hooper and Tyler Croft. My wide receivers are Julio, Amari Cooper, Dammit, Pierre Garçon, in parentheses, Dammit, Corey Davis, and Chris Hogan. Accept the trade, Jim in Jacksonville, Florida. Well, he got Jordy Nelson, too. He didn't say that. I, uh, I'm going to take Evans. Hmm. He's give, he's getting Evans and Julio, or is he giving up Julio? He's giving up. He would be giving up Julio, Nelson, and Martin for Mike Evans, Kenyon Drake, and Jordan Reed. If I like that trade upside. Yeah, with Evans and Drake and Reed. Yeah, because I think- yeah, no, you're right. Actually, now that I think about it, you're right because Jordy still can't get it going with Hundley. Yeah, I guess I gotta agree with you. I like Julio as the best player in that deal. But yeah, I think your upside is right. I think Evans is going to finish out strong. Mm, possibly. We'll see. After I, I want to see how he does this with him. Week, so, after the suspension week. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> three up, three down. Trade bait. Three up, three down. Trade bait. Give me three players who you are trading for right now, and you can probably get him a decent value. Or who are you targeting I think trade? you can get Hunt. People are getting nervous about Hunt. I think he's a good opportunity to try to snag, especially he's going to be on bye next week. Uh, I think Cam Newton, with the West of West schedule he's got, and without Benjamin, he's a he's a top guy, I think, to go after. And I think Rashard Matthews, you can get him real cheap. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, I agree with you on Kareem Hunt. That's a guy that I have on my list as well. I'm going with Chris Hogan, man. Since the arm injury and a bye week, he's kind of falling on the radar. I have inquired about Chris Hogan in a couple leagues. And I'm also going Carlos Hyde, man. PPR leagues for sure. Carlos Hyde. You might be able to get him because the offense is down, but the points have been there. So, yeah, still take a flyer on him. What about three down, man? Give me three down, guys, that you are trading off your roster right now, trying to sell high. Might be too late now after this game, but Aaron Jones is my number one guy to trade away. I got AP after two big games, trade his ass away. And you're going to think I'm crazy, but I would, uh, it's almost like a tie here. I have uh, Mark Ingram and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, that's kind of crazy to me, man. Why would you trade Wentz? Who would you trade him for? I just don't know, man. I don't think he's going to sustain the way he's going. Okay. All right, man. I'm going to go. Alex, uh, same, same with Alex Smith, I had there, too. That's they who I got. They were out there on the three-pointer. Yep, I got Alex Smith, man. Got you to trade away right now. <coughs> I'm going with Russell Wilson. Another guy I think should trade away while his value's hot. And I'm going with T.Y. Hilton because the big games will be there, but they're not going to consistently be there. And you're going to drive yourself crazy, man, trying to pick which week he does it. Well, you can't tell, sell T.Y. that high. He's not going to get much from him because he's had two big games. The rest of the year, he sucked. Um, I don't know, man. You never know. I mean, there's been a lot of uh, injuries lately. You got Mike Evans also on the uh, suspension thing going on now. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I really think. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Now, um, the trend: five up, five down. Yeah, take this one first, man. You got five players trending up right now. Right now, I think you can. Uh, a lot of people drop Ty Montgomery. I think he's a good guy to get. 
Okay. I think uh, same as Greg Olson. We're going to hit a tight end point again, Charles Clay. And uh, like you got to try to sneak in, see if you can get Kenyon Drake or Carlos Hyde right there with you. For me, man, I'm going to go with Adrian Peterson. I think he's turning up just like I keep saying. I keep harping the volume. Jared Goff, the target really there, and the Rams defense playing better and better each week. Watkins finally showed up, man. I think Goff is a guy that is going to be pretty good for you down the stretch. Alshon Jeffrey, another guy. I think he's building rapport with Carson Wentz. I think he's going to be trending up going forward. I got Drew Brees, who I think will be a top five fantasy quarterback second half of the season. And like another guy I just hit on to, Carlos Hyde, man. Trending up, trending up. No Pierre Garçon. No other options really in that offense. Like AP, high volume for Hyde. All right, man, give like me it. five. Like yeah, give me five trending down second half. As funny as it's going to sound, I think you're going to laugh at this. What, Carlos I think uh, Josh Gordon, a lot of people are on his uh, sack right now. I think you should yeah. get rid. Don't even fall into that trap. I got Will Fuller, Alshon Jeffrey, Jared Goff, and I'm going to go with his buddy Todd Gurley. Okay, okay. Josh Gordon, man. The Josh Gordon thing, you know, Josh Gordon needs a nickname. And I'm going to call him the... Uh, the the drug man he's he's the drug of uh players in the NFL because everybody wants him and everybody will say they're not going to buy in they're not going to waste a roster spot but you know what those same MFers are putting in the waiver claims man and spending the the fab budget on Josh Gordon and I'm one of those guys man I'm a, I'm at it I'm addicted to him I'm addicted I'm not expecting him to do anything. I'll, I'll put it that way. My five turning down, man. I'm going DeAndre Hopkins for obvious reasons. You know, he played a pretty good sample size last year with Tom Savage. Didn't look good. And despite having a good game this past Sunday, I don't think he's going to have too many. I mean, he'll still be a number one wide receiver, but he's not going to be having crazy games like he has been with Watson of late. Doug Martin, my other guy turning down. I just think it's not there for Tampa Bay at all that year. And because it's not there for Tampa Bay... I'm gonna say Mike Evans also, man. Mike Evans, I don't know. I don't know. He's I don't know what the hell is wrong with Evans. I'm gonna go with Alex Collins as another one. Oh man, the Baltimore team just Yeah, I mean they'll, Collins look good one week. Buck Allen look good one week. Neither one of them look good when you play him. Marcus Mariota, another guy. I think he's at the point now where you just don't do not own him, man. He's just not good. He's just not good at football. Uh not fantasy football anyway. Yeah, he's not doing good. Yeah, man. I mean, that's really all I got here. Anything else you want to throw in there before we get out? Nah, man, we're good. All right, man. Well, uh, we'll be back in a couple days to do the preview show for week 10. Jeff, feel better, man, because we need to get you back in the studio, man. This remote stuff does not feel the same. It's kind of lonely over here without you, man. (laughs) All right, sounds good, brother. Peace. All right, man. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Follow us on Twitter at FantasySStudios and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash FantasySportsStudios.